0: an ace in the hole, a little secret that
1: nobody knows. Life is a gamble,
0: a game we all play, but you need to save something for a rainy
1: day. You've got to learn to play your cards right. If you expect to
0: Yo, what's up, world? It it's Daniel, Daniel Tiny Man For my co host, Matthew the Superstar Sweat. What is going on?
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> episode Ocho, <throat> <throat>
0: <throat> man. Hello.
1: Y'all that cough button over there.
0: So, uh, man, episode eight, dude.
1: Episode eight. Ocho. Rocking and rolling.
0: Like, we, we're now up in the ESPN channels
1: <laughs> thing. <laughs> we're we'll be playing Cornhole and Watchers. <laughs> On the ocho, what do they play dodgeball? Dodgeball, yes. <laughs> what? Where the guy? They the do chase. Have you seen that? Where they the, the 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 national chase championship or tag or whatever? What is, they, no. Oh yeah. What the hell is that? L- literally, it's like a. They play tag. It's tag. grown ass people. Grown play tag? men and women. Men playing and women play tag. Play tag. Yes.
0: Like you're it. Yep. And like they tell green light.
1: And they televise it. On the ESPNs. Shut check it, up. it out, check it out, man! Shut up. It's now, worth. You know what? You know
0: what they ought to start doing on ESPN then?
1: Crawfish cookoffs.
0: <laughs> ESPN and by the way, ESPN Radio will be at the crawfish the the BTR Cajun Throwdown. They'll be there. They will be there. Nice. Yeah, John Granado. Oh yeah, Lance and all the rest of them. Whirlybirds. Are they they uh, broadcasting Broadca- from there? I don't just know. Hanging gonna out. Bro- I don't know. We haven't figured that out yet. Like, there's some couple of things that we got to do before they can do that. I do know that they're going to do like a satellite thing, or you know, okay. um, activations for people.
1: Hand out koozies and do all whatever that they stuff. do.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the Friday evening show is going to be out there. Uh, Fred, our our wonderful friend Fred Fowler. Fred Fowler. Did he, yeah. Did not he quit? I Didn't haven't he heard quit. him on there for a while.
1: Really? I don't have any idea.
0: Um. So the Blitz isn't like the same anymore. So yeah, well, I don't know. But they'll be out there. So, uh, Crawford's cookoffs should be televised and everything else. Oh, so they do barbecue remember. cookoffs now. Do they really? Yeah,
1: they're on. There's some like on that's TV. a real thing.
0: Well, I mean that's Food Network type stuff. Yeah, right? for sure.
1: That's like it wouldn't be ESPN.
0: I mean that's like Guy Fieri type.
1: Things. Yeah. Whatever.
0: <laughs> um. So last week when we got off of our little tangent, because I got to jump right into yeah, this, yeah, right? get right into it. Because I'm I'm probably one of the biggest. George Strait fans on the face of the planet. And last week, when we cut off the mics, we had probably one of the best heated, funniest (laughs) discussions we've ever had
1: (laughs) on how the hell did George Strait get so famous? Well, the the question is, you know, we were coming off of uh, his performance at the Houston Rodeo and just kind of monitoring the ticket sales and what people were paying for tickets and what people were buying tickets for. Uh... And my question is why, why, why? I mean, it's not that I'm not a George Strait fan. I enjoy his music. I just don't understand why George Strait is George Strait. What makes it? What makes him so special? Is
0: he more famous in Texas than he is anywhere else?
1: I I think. I I don't think so. I mean, he's got the show in Vegas, and people from Texas flood there to go. For sure. For sure. For sure. But that's the only place he's playing. It's the only place he's playing.
0: Like Garth Brooks.
1: Okay, he's a, so he's a performer.
0: Garth Brooks
1: puts on a better show for sure than George Strait. Absolutely,
0: I can say that. However, I don't like Garth Brooks' music.
1: Did we determine? Did we determine if Garth Brooks has as many number ones as no. George Strait? George Strait has sixty-six. How many does How many How many does Garth have? Less than twenty. In considerably fewer albums. <laughs> no.
0: Look, let's Garth do Brooks. the math. Stop
1: it. Yeah, see, this is where I should have prepared. This okay, is, you we're, know we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna put Strait this to bed. Has
0: like thirty albums, something something
1: similar to that.
0: Garth Brooks has a whole identity change to Chris Gaines.
1: Okay, but he doesn't have any number one had, songs off those albums. But how many yes, he
0: does. One? He do, actually does. does he? he has two off the one album with Chris Gaines. And you can Google it if you want because I looked it up the other night. That's how I know that. Chris Gaines was Garth
1: Brooks, which is weird to me. You didn't know? You don't remember that? I have no. I do vaguely. It was weird. It was weird. It's when still Garth Brooks. It's when a lot of well, and then the whole deal with his relationships, and I don't know the details in that. I just know it was a sordid affair with women. Yeah, with his wife and with his first wife and his current wife and his current wife's husband, and it was a whole twisted deal. Again, don't know the details. I just know it was there was a lot of wrong going on. Man, but I it actually turned out listen, all right, I guess.
0: I don't hate swingers. I don't hate swingers. I don't
1: know if swinging had anything to do with it. But well, I mean, you're in that were, kind of triangle. They were swapping.
0: Swapping. <laughs> swapping more than spit. Um, so, okay. So, George Strait grows up in this little bitty old podunk town of Potique, Texas. Mm-hmm. No one's there. No one lives there. I've looked it up.
1: It's a small town. Like in He South owns Texas. the
0: whole thing <laughs> and probably the five surrounding cities to that. So he grows up in Poteet, goes around the southern part of Texas and travels around with his little ace in the hole band, guy from Lando, Texas, whatever. All these people, right? One day he gets his phone call from the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo and says, hey, Eddie Rabbit got sick. (laughs) You want to come play the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo? Sure. 1983, I think it was. Okay. Suddenly, as soon as everybody hears Amarillo by morning in Houston, (laughs) Dallas then becomes famous. Then he starts doing this and that and the other. Can one, and I don't know if we can ask this, Question because I love God, I love George Strait's music. Because it just represents Texas, in my opinion. It's almost like the old Texas swing, right? He has a lot it. of Texas sure, swing. For sure. So can one performance really catapult someone to start them like that? I mean, is the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo that event that once you play it, because it did it for Cody Johnson? It did sure. it for Parker McCullough.
1: yeah i I think it can uh I don't think that's necessarily all of it. I think he he had a good a good circuit that he was running, just like a lot of the like Cody Johnson had prior to hitting the the Houston rodeo. the Houston rodeo was a springboard for him, sure, uh, I don't think there's any argument there uh after that, he kind of blew up went nashville and and has done very well there. Um. So yeah, I think that definitely put him on the the forefront of of country music at the time. But I think the question was, given his performance, not arguing the quality of his music. Obviously, his music is good, but just as a performer, what what makes people go crazy to see know. George Strait? There is no reasonable explanation. You can talk about his. Wrangler jeans, you can talk about his he black does Stetson. He in them. He just stands there and plays his guitar and sings his songs. You can go to any bar in any town in any city in the state of Texas and see some guy in jeans and a cowboy hat doing the exact same thing equally as well. I mean, he does nothing special. He stands there. There's nothing spectacular about what he does. But you know
0: every word to every For sure. song. He sings.
1: It's a great. Mar- it's all marketing. It has nothing to do with him. It has nothing to do with his performance or his ability to perform. It is strictly are you, marketing.
0: Are you there to see George Strait? Or are you there to sing along with his music?
1: I, I think live there's live probably a, a lot of both. And for me personally, I'm not paying those. I mean, kinds, I'm not. I don't like going. I don't like going to a free show and stand around a bunch of people singing the songs. I sure as heck am not gonna pay George Strait money to go around and 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 stand around a bunch of people singing out of key to my favorite songs. <laughs> I agree there, okay, but uh, I don't get it. I don't well, understand it. Is it marketing, or
0: does the man just have like a like an aura about him that just?
1: I mean he he's oozes just a plain, he he's oozes a, cowboy country He's a plain whatever. dude. For sure. For sure. Still And I think doesn't everyone tries it. to relate to him. Okay, that's fair. Just like Cody Johnson. But I'd put Cody Johnson above George Strait as far as performance goes. Stop. As far as performance Why goes. Why the
0: hell would you do that?
1: Cuz he puts on a show.
0: I have I have never seen Cody Johnson so I can't say Yes or no. I've seen I've Cody seen Johnson him on TV.
1: I've seen him. I've seen Cody he Johnson the same a, thing. in a rodeo arena, you know, a little county fair rodeo arena. I've seen him in a, a small bar, seen him in the big stage. He's great. He puts on a great show.
0: He, I mean, he's good.
1: Puts on a show. He puts on a show. George Strait does not put on a show. Sorry. But he has 66 number one hits. Uh, okay. Good for him. That's marketing. How? Okay. So
0: in the music world, you would know this better than I do. How do you get to become any
1: type of number one? Well, group? you generate. It's like we were talking earlier. It's repetition. But you have to generate it's one. That. How do you do album? That? He has one album a year for forty years. But does
0: somebody? Does someone?
1: Sometimes more than one. But he's had at least one album a year for 40 years. But how do
0: you get to the point
1: of... As long as you have one song. As long as you have one good song on each one of those albums that's on the charts, you are always going to be on the radio. So you are always going to turn on the radio and hear George Strait. 40 years later, you still do. In fact, you hear him multiple times an hour. Meatloaf
0: had countless, Uh, a ton of albums. Right. I know one song
1: by Meatloaf. Truth. That's it. Truth. But how many concerts did you go see him at? None.
0: Because I didn't know who the hell he was. And
1: who was paying? What were you paying to see a meatloaf? If you did go to the concert, what were you paying to see a meatloaf ticket? Probably
0: 10 bucks back then. Uh,
1: Ever. I mean, you weren't paying thousands of dollars to go see him play. So back to my question. What makes George Strait George Strait?
0: I don't know because I don't know how you, how, how do you go about an artist go? How does an artist go about having
1: his songs played on the radio? I, I don't know. It's somebody goes in there an, and pays. Back in the day, the yeah, the whole payola thing, you can't pay to have your stuff played. There's ways to do it. Just like in every industry, there's ways sure. to work around the law. But it is, you have you have marketing people that push those albums. So how you do go you go and know- you do the radio you do the radio tours and you go and you talk to the DJs and you make sure that they're playing the records and there's a lot of marketing that goes behind the scenes. And when you're generating an album a year, 10 songs a year, and say two or three of those are hits. In his case, there's probably more than that. You say 61 number ones out of at least more 40 like albums. At sure. least 40 albums. That's almost two songs per record hit number one. Okay, so he's got number one hits. They're good songs. No arguing that. But I can turn on the radio and hear the songs. I don't need to see him standing there <laughs> with his guitar so singing in the microphone. There with no no emotion. No there's no, no there's nothing to it. I mean there's emotion. Uh. I went to see and seen it, he's sixty nine years old. What the hell? <laughs> Willie's yeah, ninety. And it's the same show at sixty nine as it was at forty nine.
0: And Was it thirty nine
1: and twenty nine when he started? It's, it's the exact simple. same show. It, it's okay. simple. Maybe. in this
0: argument, less is more. I mean, it so has you're to saying be.
1: all these these rabid why. George Strait fans are just simple. Just, they just do simple.
0: Probably not. I mean, they all probably like Toby does it Keith say, too.
1: Does it say more about the audience <laughs> than it does about the artist?
0: That they pay five hundred
1: bucks exactly. A ticket? That's what. I, that's where I'm going with I this. I mean, that's crazy. It's
0: nuts. I and I wouldn't even say crazy because I was about to do it before I got my <laughs> tickets traded. Uh so we I got a price tag on George. Okay. Because I was invited sitting at Louis Bait Camp after we did our teams meeting. Guy walks up, wonderful dude, Rick Wilk. One of the best guys you'll ever meet. Walks up, tiny, y'all are doing a great thing for the charities giving, you know, St. Jude. Texas Children in UTMB Pediatrics. He said, I want to give, kind of give something back to you. He goes, "What like what is your the biggest thing that you could ever hope for? I said, have George Strait play one of my events. Of course, you always tell somebody that's a total stranger, and he's probably going to think you're a nut job and laugh and walk off.
1: But if you're dreaming, the, dream big, right? But
0: yeah, I mean, <laughs> aim for the moon. If you right. miss, you'll hit a star that's somewhere. Right. That's right. So on T-Total walk-in conversation, I have witnesses to this, Jamie Thiem and Michelle Clinch. Both sat there and listened to the conversation. The guy offers me to go play a round of golf with the one and only Mr. George Strait. Of course, I didn't turn it down. He calls George Strait's manager, makes the phone call, sets it up. We're going in met. Wow. The girls sitting next to me are sitting there with their eyes open. <laughs> it's probably about this big, about as big as golf balls. Their mouths are wide open as if they're almost damn near look like they're having a stroke. And they were like, can we go? I mean, I asked the question, I want to go meet George Strait. I, that was my answer, so why not them? So apparently, no cameras, no phones, no girls. Oh, dang you get a no pictures it didn't happen bro you will i know right (laughs) you do get one of those you just can't it's at the beginning of the round right but by the time you know guys out shooting the shit
1: so are you actually playing with him or is he he's He's part of the foursome he's part of your foursome he's part of the foursome and they say he's a damn good golfer really but they also say how are
0: you yeah, I suck. <laughs> um, I'm left-handed. So I'm, you know, I'm Mickle Phil. I'm tiny Mickle fat, you know. <laughs> I, I do have a good short game, though. That's why oh, they call me tiny. Oh, there you go. Um,
1: but <laughs> That's what all the girls say. I, that's what I heard.
0: Um, they, they, hey, listen, there's a story behind that. They all get curious why they call you tiny, and I kind of want to show them, but, you know, <laughs> they're not drunk enough by the time they ask. Um, but they say, hey, once he takes the cowboy hat off, man, he's just like a regular dude. Right. I believe that. So back to the question. What the hell makes him so famous?
1: I don't have an answer for that. I, I've, lack, been, I've asked for years. I don't get it.
0: Is it the lack of... You don't get a whole lot of him. He's a private hmm. guy. For the
1: most part, he's a private Scarcity guy. Scarcity increases curiosity.
0: And curiosity increases... Like, So I went through and I looked. Okay, how many tours has this guy been on? Not many, right? All of his stuff is is albums. Hmm. So you take the likes of Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews isn't making albums anymore. They make their money touring. Touring, yeah, 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 and stuff like that. Well, so George and I read an article because I've been I do for the last week. I'm not. I have to win this debate. I won't win it, but I have to. So I've been doing a lot of research. There's not many. There's not. There's not many nationwide all the time tours. It's big stadium here, big stadium there.
1: You're talking about for George? <clears throat> for George. Well, I mean, he's got his residency in Vegas, doesn't he? I mean, he plays there. I don't he's know if it's a, residency. a. Is
0: it a resident? Like, define that for me.
1: Well, he's got a. He's <laughs> got a venue that he plays consecutively for months for at like, a time no, or whatever
0: twice a year
1: oh i thought he had a show there like reba had one celine dion has one is carrot that, top has one Whatever. who
0: know. the hell is carrot top a comedian it's a joke. oh the guy with that looks like a plastic version of chuck it looks like chucky, a chucky dog yeah it's all swollen up oh yeah that guy um but man, I don't even know if me uh, either one of us can answer this question. What the hell makes George Strait so fast. Is it scarcity? Does well, scarcity you know, create that?
1: Okay, so <clears throat> he started in the the early '80s. He obviously toured. I mean, he did the he did the grind like every other Texas artist. Sure, uh, and played his cards right and was in the right places at the right time and hit it big. But it, it's all wrapped up in that. It's I still go back to repetition. It's repetition and marketing. It's the fact that he put out an album every year. And there was a couple of good songs in every one of those albums. So he's always on the radio. And you start accumulating those year after year after year. You get 10 years into it. You've got 30 songs that are on regular rotation on every country station. There's your there's your deal. So you've got not just the true country fans... You've got the casual country fans because that's who they hear. You hear him all the time. It's repetition. It's not it's definitely not his performance. You can argue anybody can argue with me all they want, but I, and I will say it is nothing he does on stage is what has made him popular. It's quality songs, two or three an album. Every year and doing it over and he, over and over again.
0: So he's obviously, we can agree that he's very good at his craft of singing country music.
1: But he, does, he, but he, he, does, doesn't, he, he doesn't write his own songs. He, do,
0: um, he helps
1: write a lot of them. But he has writers that sure. does that for him.
0: Oh, the same guy's written every damn right. one dude... One guy, He's not Willie. And I can't remember I mean, Willie his writes name. his own stuff. I can't remember his name. But there was one dude, if you go look down George Strait, a majority is all by Dean Dillon, Dean Dillon, Dean Dillon, mm. Dean Dillon. Co-wrote by George Strait, George Strait. Okay. Like they collaborate gotcha. with each other. But it's still that one dude. I want to know, as a songwriter, and how this stuff goes. Because there's obviously a pay scale, right? There's people who write the songs. Sure. Is it their copyright or is it the artist or or how does this work? Because Dean Dillon has to be one hell of a rich bastard. Oh, no doubt. Like it, like what do what do songwriters get paid for writing these things?
1: Oh, I numbers-wise I don't know, but I know when you get like if you are a, if that's what you do, you're a songwriter. Sure. And George Strait picks up your song. You're pretty set. If your song sure. makes it on a movie soundtrack or something like that, you're pretty good. You're good. You're it's good. almost
0: like Charlie Sheen's character on Two and a Half Men writing Jingle. Exactly.
1: So, exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's the way songwriters, quote unquote, make it. They don't obviously some of them because there's a, there's, a in, there's a bunch and there's there are a bunch in the Texas scene that they make their living songwriting. But on the weekends, they go out and tour. So they perform as well. So they make money performing.
0: The same songs that they wrote that the other artists... For like, sure. Like, uh, who's that guy that sang, um, Chilling on a dirt road, Laid oh. back swerving like I'm George Jones. Okay, that was... Uh, hold on, you know what I song know I'm song, talking about? I know the song, yeah. Okay, well, somebody sang it before him. Right. Colt Ford sang it before the... What's his name? This is how much I listen to today's country. The reason why well, I still listen
1: to. tell you how much I listen to any of it. I happen to <laughs> Jason, know that song. Aldine. The okay. Aldine. Dude. Okay. All right.
0: So this is why I still listen to George Strait because he still sings country music. Right. These other Yahoos sing Brett Michaels
1: type right. stuff. And I still I need, like to, I need to get you off of. I don't listen to 93. I don't I mean, listen to all that. Well, and you shouldn't because it's all garbage. <laughs> Mean kind of a lot of it's garbage.
0: It, I agree. George Strait, like when he dies, you need to get on, the last
1: one. You need to get on. I, I know you don't have a Spotify account, but you need to get a Spotify account, and I'll start sharing some decent playlists with you.
0: I'll tell my girlfriend to sign me up. Entry, she does all introduce that.
1: Introduce you, introduce you to some of the the local talent. I think you it'll blow your mind. There's so many like, great I artists like out Randall there that, that nobody in this area knows about.
0: Like I like Randall King. Yeah. I like um, I like I love Cody Johnson,
1: Aaron Watson. I you're love in, Aaron you're Watson. To learn about Aaron Watson. Here I saw him. In, in fact, so. I
0: saw him at Charlie Diggs' Mud, Montgomery Mud Bugs. Right. Uh, this okay. A couple days ago. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Great show. Yep. Great show. But I mean, you go back. You go back cool. to the
1: to the start. Of, the start of it's really not the start of Texas music, but the start for me. You got the Pat Greens and the Corey Morrow's and the the uh, Roger Cragger. Kevin Fowler, the those The Texas guys. country scene. The Texas country scene. George Strait was that a long time ago. But for sure, probably, you know, the original. That's why they call believe, it the outlaw. That's the, the whole outlaw movement and whatnot. But I mean, you there are so many singer-songwriters in the Texas scene now that maybe not, can't even be classified as, as red dirt per se. Uh, they're, they're a whole different genre. I mean, you've got Jason Eady. If you've never heard of him, heard check of him. him out. Check him out. Write it down. Check it out. He plays Old Quarter Acoustic George Cafe in all the time. Write it down. Awesome.
0: Does yeah. he? I, now, I do like Ray Wiley Hubbard.
1: Ray Wiley Hubbard. He's Another cool. One. Yeah. I met him once. Yeah? And the acoustic he place put, in He just put out a new album. Like, he's older than dirt. He's old shit. He's not as old as he looks. No. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> only, he almost looks like David Allen Cole. As my mama says, "Rode hard and put away wet. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, I mean, I get it. So, George Strait is George Strait, and he'll keep going, and people just...
1: People shell out the money to go see him for whatever reason. i just as soon listen to his music at home because it's the same experience. And I don't have to but listen to keeps... Karen next to me singing out of tune.
0: So, what, I mean, for me, it's George Strait. Okay. It's the king of country music.
1: I just don't have that attack. But do you, for become, whatever reason. do you become the king of
0: country music
1: simply off of repetition? For sure, for sure. Because think about all the people in front that came before him: Willie, Waylon, Johnny Cash, yeah, Chris, Chris. how did, How group. did he end up? How did he end up with the title? You got the possum. You got, I mean, George Jones. Yeah. So how did how did how did George straight? End up with that title? What did he do to earn it?
0: I don't know. They're what did, what does he
1: currently do to deserve it? Other than he's put out an album a year for have, forty years. I and have got never 61 seen any ones. of
0: them get seventy nine thousand people in a building. I've seen George Strait do it three times. Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna go That's fly. To, I'm gonna fly to Kansas City, even after golf, <laughs> and I'm gonna go see him in concert. Yeah. I want to go see him in Austin. But I really want to go see Willie and George with Randy Rogers. Be cool. I really want to see Randy Have Rogers. you seen
1: Willie before? I've had a bunch. Yeah.
0: Uh, my dad took me to a Willie Nelson concert, and he had a lit cigarette and a Schlitz malt liquor <laughs> on the seawall. Nice. It was Jerry Jeff Walker, wow. Willie Nelson, and somebody else. Remember when they That's used to awesome. do all the fun oh, stuff yeah. on East Beach? Yeah, 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 yeah. I almost lit my first cigarette. I was like six years old. <laughs> It's was,
1: it was crazy. Good times. Was,
0: I mean, man, that was when Galveston was really cool. Oh yeah. I mean, they really ought to start doing that. And I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna need. I think we're gonna get a little help from Gina Spagnola
1: on doing. You the, think so? Uh, well, you know, the park board, concert. the parks board used to do a lot of that. And I know Gina's with uh, the uh, chamber, Chamber of Commerce. She's really cool, man. Oh, yeah. She's like she's great. A, she's awesome.
0: One of the best advocate, you know, people that well, she's, you. Could she's been there. Have on your team as long as I
1: can remember. She'll oh, be at the
0: there? BTR Cageton. Okay. Thunder.
1: Awesome. Uh, but you know the, the park board used to do a lot of things uh, they used to do con- the concert series out in the West Beach when the pocket parks were still there yeah uh, I used I mean to work I? I used to work out there I actually saw Kiss there they came out and played a show on the no. beach yeah in 1980 how many people came <sighs> It wasn't 75,000. It was a lot for that pocket park. My God. I'd say it was probably, I mean, you got to figure, it's not a very big venue. I'd say there's probably six or 7,000 people there. Wow. And they showed up late. They rolled up in a convertible Cadillac. This is back, this is in that period of time when they didn't wear makeup. Sure. So it was hot as, it was hot. It was hot And everybody had been out there all day. And they were liquored up and ready to rock. <laughs> and these guys showed up. It was at least an hour and a half late, wow, and they they get out of the they get out of their limo it was a convertible limousine right, and they had the girls with them, and the girls were all showing their titties and doing all of that <laughs> going up to the stage and I'm in well, high school, and I'm like' just going this is awesome <laughs> uh but they get they get out and they they get up on stage, they sing two songs, get back in the car and gone are you serious so you got all those drunk sunburned Rockers ready to—I mean, they're just getting warmed up. And they just—and they—they didn't even say bye. They didn't—they just walked off the stage, got in the cars, and drove off.
0: Like they straight up just left. And then they
1: started the, the people in the crowd started pelting the stage with whatever they had—full beers, bottles of Jack Daniel's. I mean, it was a it was a riot. It was a riot. We went into the because I worked there. Wow. I was working there. We went into that little pavilion and put all the garage doors down and just <laughs> pray for everybody to go away. <laughs> Oh wow. It was nuts.
0: So what was the like there was no contract, there was no contractual no, agreement. I guess
1: not. It, it, I, and you know, this is I was in high school, so I wasn't really in tune with everything that was going on, but it was, it was like it was either 93Q before 93Q was country or it was 104, one of the radio stations. was not Rock 101? It may have been. It may have it, it may have been. That's
0: one Rock 101 That's was. That's true. Rock you're right.
1: You're right. You know what? You're absolutely right. It was 101, Rock 1 Rock 1. KLOWL. Uh, yeah, you're right. It was, it was rock one one and it was spring break. They, they did the concert series on the, during the spring break. And I just, <laughs> it was wow. crazy, man. It was nuts. Wow. It was nuts, but, uh, I'll never forget it. Never. <laughs> and it was years. It was years later. Yeah, I think that's actually... one
0: of the coolest stories I've ever heard about a concert <laughs> in Galveston in my entire life. That's really awesome. Yep. yep that was, that I know was George awesome. Strait did play at the beach in Galveston once.
1: I believe it. Yeah, they used to have great shows down there. And what you the know, hell? the Park Board did, Mar- the Park Board did Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah, Flores had the concessions at East Beach and yeah. he used to have all kinds of stuff out there. But none of those shows, right, none too. of those shows ever worked, man. When I when I was still working for for the beer distributor, we sponsored several shows out there and they just never It's a terrible venue. It's a great it's a great venue from a layout sure. it's just open right you put the stage out there you put the fence out there you can line your porta potties up it's a great perfect it's perfect it's just so freaking far away and the only way you get there is Bless to him drive him. Him in. you got to drive them in and you, you don't want to drive all the way out well, i mean it's it's a mile past civilization well, on with, the island
0: now with the hotels and stuff now it's it'd a, lot a little it be a
1: little easier.
0: But, Hospitality, but the traffic people come with the shuttles. Yeah, but I mean, the traffic the
1: traffic getting in and out and parking and it's, everything it'd else be insane. and getting people to come from Houston, because that's really the only way you make anything successful is to have the, the 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 people from Houston come to Galveston. It's a long drive, man. And in the summer and you're on the beach and you gotta drive home with beach sand in your booty hole, um, it's no good. It's no good. Some people drive home with worse. And the booty hole. That's true. <laughs> I
0: mean, I've seen it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the amount of diapers on the East Beach <laughs> oh. from, from all the quote-unquote families out there. You wonder, what the hell's wrong with these people? God. I mean, you, you kind of wonder if
1: that's their... How they bathe their children for the week. <laughs> dump, them <in> the, <laughs> dump them in the muddy gulf water. <laughs> nope. Baptize your babies in the Gulf water, the muddy gulf water. And
0: chocolate milk, baby.
1: <laughs> chocolate milk.
0: But um, have you ever wondered, speaking of that, have you ever wondered how the hell the water got green all of a sudden?
1: It's tides. So the reason... How does it work? So the reason why the Galveston beaches are so muddy looking... We're in the middle of Mississippi all these- River, right? Well, all, all the rivers. You get the, all the rivers, the Brazos, and all the rivers that, that come through Texas dump all around Galveston. So it's river silt, and the tides wash it in between the rock growing. So usually you get past the rock growing. It's not too far past the rock growing. It turns blue where it drops off. You've got the, right. the shelf that drops sure. off. Occasionally, when the tides are right and the wind is blowing the right direction- it calms that river water down. It hasn't rained in a while. We don't get as much turbulence. There's not as much river action. It actually action, looks like a beach. <laughs> and it actually looks like pretty gulf water. Yeah. But you go how many miles to Corpus down the beach? Oh, it's beautiful. And it's beautiful. They're, they're south of the rivers.
0: Uh,
1: okay. I mean, I get it. I get it.
0: Okay. I mean, it's just a question that yeah. I had. You, no, mean, it's, like, it's not.
1: Everybody talks about pollution and all that. It's not pollution. I mean, the, the water in Galveston, there's nothing wrong with it. The beach sand is terrible because it sticks to you. It's mud. If you go east, you go to Florida, the beach sand is totally, it's to, get, completely different. You don't
0: even have to get to Florida. Okay. Gulf Shores, Alabama
1: okay. is beautiful. East of the river. Right. You don't have the river mud. What we have is, is river mud. It's river silt. So gross. It's sticky and it sticks to you and it's it's Well, gross. I mean you know,
0: I haven't seen brown water here in a while.
1: Oh no, it's been nice. Today was beautiful. I don't know if you've been to Galveston all weekend. The island has been good the place them. to be. It's a Gina would say this is a Chamber of Commerce day. Good it It's a beautiful day. Yep. I see her. Perfect out there. perfect temperature. She's sun was there. shining. She is doing her thing. Good stuff.
0: So speaking of crazy shows. Okay. Last night was probably one of the most iconic, I say iconic because the way it has people fighting and arguing on Facebook, is just <laughs> funny as hell. So apparently Will Smith sits in the front row of the Oscars, which is a no-no when you have somebody like Chris Rock on stage. Oh, he
1: was in the front row because he was nominated as best actor.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. Chris Rock obviously knew he was going to be there. For sure. Chris Rock obviously knew. Jada Pinkett Smith was going to be there. For sure. So, he makes a comment about her alopecia. She's bald-headed.
1: Not specifically about her alopecia, but... Well, well, not specifically. Yeah. He called her G.I. Jane. Who cares? Which, in in strict context, is a compliment. G.I. Jane was a badass.
0: Yeah, but... They don't look at you. Don't, we I know all you know he don't look at it like he that. He wasn't saying that. Well, this is just Moore would have been proud.
1: Yeah. But it's because she had a ball she's
0: irrelevant nowadays. She's yeah. still hot. Um. <laughs> so he makes the comment Will Smith and Jada Pinkett kind of giggle. Kind of. She not. never
1: giggled. She he, laughed. he laughed. He laughed. She did not. He, she so, went straight to the eye roll, man. So
0: what, what makes a man go from laughing at that to getting up to slapping somebody? And how much of that was actually staged?
1: Whipped. He's whipped. How can he be whipped? Whipped. They were both banging other people
0: not, like a month well, ago. We
1: can make that argument. But whatever has transpired since all that, he is forever going to be the little puppy dog at her feet. Brothers. Apparently, he just he just proved it. Staged or not? Did he do? Did they do that to save the Oscars? Because no,
0: everybody's fed up with Hollywood.
1: That was my when I saw it live. Which it, I happened we were we were actually at the press box in Galveston last night. Watched it live. Best onion tater on, tots. Yes, on earth. Tater tots. Um, that's neither here nor there. So we were watching did, it live, and the first great. thing, the first. <laughs> The first thing we said was they're just trying to save the Oscars. That's just staged uh, because the Oscars are dead. Because at that point, to that point, and we hadn't been watching it very closely. uh, To that point, it was pretty boring. Not much going on. The the movies were boring. The whole setup was boring. Part of that has to do with COVID and the the lack of good movies that have been out the last few years. Uh, But throw in politics and wokeisms and everything else that's going on in the world and it just makes for a distasteful award show. Uh so it looked like a looked like a staged event to just give people something to talk about today, which it worked whether it was staged talk about or it not. Today,
0: nobody watched it and everybody exactly. watched it.
1: Exactly. Because we've seen it all on Facebook and every TV show and every <laughs> news report and that's everything anybody's been talking about all day today. So to not to hijack your your story, but having kind of reviewed the tape today and listened to the different commentary from different people and kind of re, reevaluating it myself, I see both sides. First of all, Will laughed. He thought it was funny, <laughs> and it, it was wasn't. Funny. I mean, it wasn't the funniest joke in the world, but it was pretty clever. Get over it.
0: You, know, you let it roll. Ki- Alopecia, though, don't, it doesn't kill
1: people. And and I've seen the videos of where she's talked about it, and she's laughing at herself. She's laughing at the fact that she's—I don't know if she shaved her head or if it fell out. I don't know how all that works. But she giggles about it. She jokes about her own condition. So to get mad because somebody else is saying it sounds like something else people get mad about because certain people say it and other people can't say it. Whatever, whatever. It's just silly. I just—it's wanna- just silly. Now, the question that I have, the question that I have is that in that time, because it was seconds, it wasn't sure. like he jumped up and ran up on stage and ran towards him and, and struck him. He walked. He sauntered. It wasn't a rapid walk. He, it was at least, what, 20 paces? He had a good 10 seconds to rethink what was going through his mind between the time that he got up out of his seat and swung his hand... Not his fist, his hand, at Chris Rock, and nothing. But clicked th- in his head and said, "Hey, maybe I shouldn't be doing this." That's why I think it was staged, for sure. But if it wasn't, that's insanity. The man should be in jail. If it were anybody no, else, if no, it were no, anybody no. else in any other situation, okay, so put him in jail. Exactly. He still didn't. Buy, and it he should he still re- didn't right by his wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that it happened in public on national television shouldn't require a victim statement to press charges. We've all seen it, but what? If because if went- that's if that is the way everyone resolves their d- disputes, we are in a world of trouble. So, what if? Actually, you're not.
0: Uh, what if they go? They went to the police and said, "Listen, this thing was staged. You need to calm down." You know, we did what we had to do here. This is a, uh, it was just something that we just decided to do as part of the show. Because if I'm going to approach a man and I'm going to face some stuff like that,
1: I ain't slapping him like no punk. This is the man that trained to be, this is the man that trained to be a Muhammad Ali. You don't slap him. You know he knows how to punch. You don't slap somebody. That's right. You punch him. That's right. You, you knock him the f- Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah like,
0: I mean, the problem that I see is why the hell society thinks that they can just start fighting with each other over it. Right. For what? Just what are y'all so, doing? Just
1: something else to separate it? Does
0: society not have anything else better to do? Apparently not. Chad Prather got into it. I mean, he went silly off like a little schoolgirl. Oh yeah, I mean, he's just getting. But he's a comedian anyway. He's a
1: comedian too, though. He's retarded. But well, you know, honestly, if it were real, if it's a big if, it's a big if. I, again, I can argue both sides because there's two things. If you watch the, if you look at the still pictures. As Will is following through... He's leaning he's, in. he's smiling. Yes, and when they walk off, they're both They're both laughing. smiling. But, Chris's reaction... Hoax. You, was it, though? It, I mean, if you go back and watch it, it was either a really good acting job, or he really was like, what the hell just happened? I mean, he looks off stage like, security? Something? We're going to do something here? It didn't look... It didn't look like a show. He played, if, if, it was re- if it wasn't real, he played it off very well. I get it. But I let can, him fight. Uh, let
0: him fight who cares. But do it
1: after. Do it after. You no. don't do it on the stage. The, in the
0: Oscars are so boring. Let him get it. Let him get at it. So it's a PR stunt. Let's go. Exactly. It's what it is. <laughs> and look, no one was talking. I didn't see one commercial leading up to the Oscars on TV. True. Not one. I haven't seen one commercial.
1: But I haven't watched a lot of television. Society as
0: a whole was tired of the Oscars because of the Hollywood antics.
1: And then all day today. You know
0: what Society did? They bought into a a crazy
1: Hollywood stunt. Yep. I believe that. I'll buy that. They bought into it. I'll buy that totally. Yep. Yep.
0: Now guess what they're fighting over now? Chris Rock versus Will Smith.
1: If that were, what if that is, were the Rock, would he have gone up there and well, done hell that? Hell no! <laughs> hell no!
0: Hell not to the hell no. Although I think it might have been a pretty good little squad. Will Smith ain't no little ass dude.
1: Will Smith's a big but he, dude. He ain't the Rock either. No, no. But the Rock wouldn't. Have the been. Rock, the Rock is swole.
0: Listen, you're at the Oscars. Who's the guy that used to do the Oscars? the The British guy.
1: Who just messed Ricky, with Ricky Gervais. Oh. Yeah.
0: Funniest opening ever.
1: For sure. And that Well, dude, I mean, go back even farther when Billy Crystal used to do it. I mean, they used hilarious.
0: He was a roast.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: It was a roast. But and it did was okay. it class. Right. right? It was it was class. It was classic.
1: It wasn't as personal. That was that was a pretty personal Oh, No, shot. the British guy. What's he his name? didn't care. Ricky Gervais. <laughs> he just didn't care. Yeah, yeah. And he Still told doesn't. you, listen, yeah.
0: I don't care what I'm about to say.
1: Fire me if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. No one cares. All right. He got the best ratings out of everything. For sure.
0: Um, I don't know how the hell Chris Rock got to be up there, but
1: Well he I don't hosted watch it. He Oscars. hosted it one. He hosted it uh, multiple years.
0: It, I just don't watch it. Yeah. It just doesn't entertain me.
1: Well, what we were talking about is like there I'd was a time. Watch the ESPYs. <sighs> <laughs> really? I just hate Hollywood. Really? I hate Hollywood. After they gave
0: At, <laughs> at least Peyton Manning is funny. Well,
1: true, but I'll watch Peyton Manning's show. I don't. I'm not going to watch the ESPYS. It's ridiculous, especially now. It's just terrible. But what we talked about last night, while we were watching, is like there was a point in time that we scheduled our day to watch the Oscars to make sure that we were there to watch the Oscars. Yeah, we had good. parties and quality,
0: yeah. things. Showmen, showmen. It's when it, it's when it went.
1: When it went political. When it and it wasn't even political at the oscars it's when the nominations started to become obviously political you had to have certain genres you represented had have, you sure. had to have certain races ju- represented and it was obvious that you were ignoring good great movies to make sure that this particular class or this particular issue was covered when they started getting more into that it's just i'm not i don't care i don't I care i thought
0: kevin costner was classy Kevin Kevin a just a bit Yeah, he's a badass. But Chris Rock is a badass in his is, own, in his own sure. right.
1: And uh, if if it were real, if the whole thing were real, he's the winner in all this. Ooh. He took that. He did. He took it like a champ
0: because there's a lot, and of- he
1: wanted to. He wanted to snap back. He wanted did to. You really think so? He's like, oh, think- I could, and he's now, and he just went on. He stayed the course. Cause you know what Cause happens? My ass Cause you, cause out you know what happens. Beat somebody's ass. Did you know what happens? He's got a special he's working on, and this is going to become part of his special. He's got because nobody heard of he Chris wins. Rock until this. He went. Oh, come on, man.
0: I mean, not heard of him, but he's been irrelevant for how long? Come on, When's man. When's the last time have you seen Chris Rock on anything?
1: He's done. He's done several movies. He's got. I, well, I know little, that, man.
0: but when was the last
1: time he had a special last year?
0: With what? Oh, a, a comedy special, it. never heard on, of it. on Netflix. Never heard
1: of it. Sorry, man. Dave Chappelle should host the Oscars. But Dave Chappelle's gone off this cuckoo bird too. Well, Dave Chappelle does what Dave Chappelle wants because he, <laughs> a... he don't give up. he don't. He really don't. Uh, so you got him and Joe Rogan, after, man. They don't. So you give
0: got. A... So you get. A th- that's a guy who should host the Oscars because ain't mm, nobody slapping sure. that cat. Nope. Ain't nobody slapping Joe Rogan in nope. the face. Nope. But afterwards, you have, you know, Tyler Perry,
1: Denzel, Denzel Washington. Washington.
0: I, so you kind of you want to say, are they there to go, hey, man, great job? Good. Or are they there to go, like, really console him? Because Will Smith and winning his award was very emotional.
1: Well, see, and that's the other thing, too. It kind of plays to the it was a setup deal. Do they know the results of the Best Actor award right. prior to the fact that he's sitting front stage center? Where were the other how come, where were the other best actor nominees sitting?
0: And how come I haven't heard any headlines or anything else in any other kind of news that Will Smith kicked some dude's ass for bending his wife over like a pretzel? Exactly right. <laughs> Why is this not now? Was Will Smith my, doing the same thing? She was doing. I don't know because I don't get it. Allegedly, that. after
1: my, it all came out, he went been on his. He went and did his little. Good thing, for him. But whatever. Good for him. The whole the running joke was, you keep my wife's name out of your mouth, but you couldn't keep all those dudes out of hers.
0: I mean. <laughs> I haven't heard. That. I mean, it's true. I mean, there's a theme song to this. Ball-headed hoes. You ever seen that? You ever no, heard that? No. <laughs> It is. That should be that. Listen, that's Jada Pinkett's theme song. Ball-headed hoes.
1: Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: True. I mean there's a theme song to this. Ball headed hose. You ever seen that? You ever no, heard this? No. <laughs> it is. That should be that listen. That's Jada Pinkett's theme song, Ball Headed okay. Hose. And you gotta listen to it because all you, you laugh. It's one of them it's one of them bootleg rap songs. <laughs> and every time I play it, it's just so happens to be coming home from a bar. <laughs> and I did the last time I did it. In fact, we were at White Oak Music Hall and uh, Robert Earl King played. And there was a chick walking down the deal, I had a mohawk. And what did I do? Turned Uh-oh. all my radio Uh-oh. wide up and I rolled down all my windows. Uh-oh. What you see? Whoa, 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 what you see? <laughs> D, I see ball headed hoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real <laughs> song. And it's like an anthem to any <laughs> dumbass chick who wants to, you know, do purposely bald-headed things. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, but Jana looks like she can grow hair. Well. Because I don't think she has alab- She,
1: can, she has
0: her eyebrows.
1: I don't People know enough who about have alopecia. alopecia. So
0: Charlie Villanueva, the basketball player. Okay. I want to say played for UConn back when they were really good. That dude hasn't grown a hair on his entire body his entire life. Really? Good for him. Wow. He can have all my back hair. (laughs) Dude, I took a shower last night. It took me 13 minutes to dry off. Oh, jeez. I almost needed it was bad because I jump in the shower, turn the water on and suddenly it just feels like or better yet, walked outside with my shirt off. All I could feel was the hair on my back just the (laughs) wind blowing right through it. And I was like, "How come I can't have this shit on my head? Why don't? Why does it have to be on my back? And I ain't got none on my head." So I'm thinking, you know, maybe this alopecia thing ain't so bad. So, I mean, there are there gracious. are
1: worse there are worse things I suppose. I look
0: like George the Animal Steel without my shirt off. So without my, I took my shirt off one time with my buddy B Ray straight up. Straight up goes, he goes, Good God, dude. I just want to put you into a turnbuckle. <laughs> Why? Because you look like George the Animal Steel. And I'm like, that is so gross. <laughs> like, have you ever seen that movie um Along Came Polly?
1: Can't say that I have.
0: With Ben Stiller. I don't think so. God, watch it. Because okay. there's a scene on there where the fat guy's playing basketball and he's that hairy. <laughs> And he comes down and sweaty on his face. That's what I feel like in the shower. So I have my girlfriend shave me. And I'll lose a shirt size every time I do it. This is how bad. Dude, let me tell you. I'm a Chewbacca. I'm a Wookiee. That's the classification of civilization I in. as a Wookiee. It's horrible. So if you have your eyebrows, you can grow the rest of your hair. That's all I'm telling you.
1: Just grow it out and make a toupee or something.
0: I mean, whatever. <laughs> like, have you ever seen? Listen, I've even tried. You ever seen that miracle product in a can?
1: Oh, Jesus! We yeah. spray it on top of your head.
0: <laughs> well, you gotta have you
1: it. Can, you gotta have hair up there like, bro, for that no, to attach to. No,
0: you can comb it.
1: It's it thing. No, there? it's like five but you have days. to have hair there for it to attach to. There's
0: something there. I'm not totally slick. but I make myself <laughs> slick bald. <laughs> Other than that, I look like the guy from Phantasm. Have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> where the guy where the guy has a completely bald head and a, and a mullet in the back.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It looks like somebody station wag stepdad, right? Picking you up from school in Clute, in Texas. <laughs> so that that's what I feel like. So I'm like, screw it, I'm just gonna shave everything. Just straight off bald. So people with alopecia, I envy you, and I'm pretty sure you envy me. And I would love to trade you for it. Yeah, it's like short people. (laughs) I want to be short for half a half a second. Yeah, not really. Like I can't buy regular clothes. I can relate to that. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's almost like I want to. There's people my size or my. I don't even know how you measure. Growth of hair on a human, <laughs> Wookiees. That's what you name them, Wookies. Somebody came up with Chewbacca because somebody saw their stepdad without a shirt by a swimming pool and went, "Damn, that's what it is." Like I don't even, I don't even really have to wear a shirt.
1: <laughs> you have a permanent wool, Bro, wool vest. <laughs> listen, I have hair
0: coming out of places that no most people didn't even know they had. It's crazy. I mean, it's. It, when my girlfriend shaves my back with the with the clippers, and I look down, it looks like the little thing that crawls around in the Adams family. Jeez, oh, it looks like cousin It got a haircut. <laughs> I was like, I'm fixing to vacuum up my dog.
1: It's shag carpet on the floor. I mean, sure. I'm like, no wonder why
0: I never get cold in the winter time. <laughs>
1: Hair in all the wrong places. I mean, it's. I mean, she's. <laughs>
0: so don't get mad at people. Alopecia people. Don't get mad.
1: I want to be you. I envy you. Everybody. Everybody do... wants what they don't have, or have what they don't want, or. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That, whatever. Maybe. <laughs> Hell, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but so the Oscars. I, I, I'm never going to watch them like I
1: used to. Right.
0: Uh, Jack Nicholas is um or Nicholson. Nicholson. I always get them too
1: confused. It's a common. It's a thing. It's a common thing.
0: But like actors like him, they they're not they're not around anymore. That's true. So you have Kevin Costner, who's about damn near older than hell, right? So are those his kids? The little people walking around with him. Are those his grandkids or his kids? Because he looks like oh, he's married to a chick that. that could be a daughter. I think he
1: does have some very young children.
0: Why the hell do they do that? I, what in the hell is wrong with him? Yeah,
1: Clint Eastwood has young children too, doesn't he? Sure you? know. I think so.
0: I mean, I know his kid looks just like him. Yeah? So whenever daddy goes, little dude could probably remake Dirty Harry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he looks just like him. Like, there's a lot of these professional actors who have children now? That look just little, I mean, they're spitting images of them. Yep. How many of them pay for that?
1: Though? I uh, you know, you are bringing that up, I had, I watched a uh documentary on uh was it One Night in Hollywood, the Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, I love that. I love Quentin Tarantino. Period. So I didn't realize that the 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 Manson family people at the end of the movie Sharon Tate is that what well her. Heard? But then the the other ones that were at the house that got... Oh, when they split that old yeah, girl up yeah, crazy? Yeah. Who those people were. One of them was uh, Uma Thurman's daughter. One of them was Kevin Smith's daughter. And one was uh, Bruce Willis's daughter. What? Yeah, I didn't know that. There's a lot of things in that movie. I want to go back and watch the movie now. Uh, so i watched this documentary. It was on YouTube. Uh... It was fascinating about all the ties that, that Quentin Tarantino put into the movie that kind of like, it's kind of scary. Yeah. Because
0: is it, is it, isn't Hollywood like their own little creepy thing? Oh, for
1: sure. Especially back in the day that that movie was set, you know, the the late sixties, early seventies,
0: Charles Manson's innocent. He didn't kill nobody.
1: (laughs) Well, he didn't kill anybody, but supposedly is responsible for the people that killed him.
0: What did he He make them do? They're grown people who made their own decisions. That's true. Only because my favorite t shirt when I was like in the ninth grade was a t shirt with Charles Manson's face on it. This is Charlie Don't Surf. <laughs> Some guy in Galveston made it. Okay, so you remember Chit Rodriguez?
1: Chit Rodriguez. The name sounds familiar. Chit
0: He used to make the uh, no chit shirts.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, he it was the dog pooping in the yard.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, you remember that? Yep. Well, he put out that one t shirt. In fact, it was Alan Flores, his, I think, brother.
1: Okay, Who, the Yaga, the Yaga, yeah, brand. the Yaga guy, yeah.
0: So they printed Charles Manson's face. This says, Charlie, don't surf. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I thought that was the coolest. My mom thought that I was a devil worshiper for like a week, <laughs> but I thought that was the coolest little T-shirt. Well, it got me intrigued on, on watching things of Charles Manson. <clears throat> you know, he's one of the. He was a he was a very, rather smart fellow.
1: Uh, don't doubt that.
0: Off the charts genius. Yeah. But he believed he could bring butterflies and stuff back to life. <laughs> and he was a nut job. <laughs> have you ever watched his interviews? Was he so smart that he knew he could do that?
1: Maybe. And will we ever Will we ever know?
0: No, he's dead, isn't he?
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, you'd think they've done enough psychoanalysis on him that somebody would have... Data to say whether or not he knew what he was doing.
0: There's some people who say the line between him and Bobby Knight was a thin one. <laughs> the basketball coach. <laughs> why? Why would you even tie okay. those two together? So because they're both wild. Okay. They did this at a press conference once. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> remember when Bobby Knight did that? We threw the chair <laughs> on the court. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> So Hollywood, kick, kick the basketball so, into the stands. So when you get in, so I looked up, you know, Charles Manson was actually a man of Jesus Christ. I figured he would be the other way. Turns out the people who love Jesus are nut jobs.
1: There's a lot the of them. People aren't.
0: that belong, that actually belong in Hollywood, that actually belong to a satanic church are actually peaceful people.
1: Just nice folks. Weird. Weird as hell. Yeah.
0: Is that what they want you to believe, or is that...
1: It's all part of the show, man.
0: I don't know. So are they really like still cutting babies out of people? (laughs) Rubbing them all over the wall? Who knows? This is what they did to that girl, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, they did some Some wild Crazy stuff, for sure. I mean, our government shoots people for Jesus, too, by the way. (laughs)
1: Jesus? (laughs) That's what they say. Or just for (laughs) sport? Probably
0: both. (laughs) And then we just give Jesus. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, we. Well, I mean, still...
1: era, most most wars ever, uh, most of the wars in in the history of the world were fought over Religion. religious pretense,
0: religious, yeah. religious craziness. Yeah, yeah. But yet, your nut jobs seem to be the smartest
1: ones of them all. It's well, the distraction. You look over there while we're doing this over exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> so. So you're asking about Kevin Costner's kids? He has yes. seven children. <laughs> Ranging in age 11 to 37. Oh, I bet
0: you the 37-year-old's happy. 11, 13, 14, 26, 34,
1: 35, and 37.
0: So he was banging it up during yeah. dances with wolves and decided to come <laughs> along after what, 10 Cup? I guess. How, long, how old is 10 Cup?
1: Like oh, I haven't seen Tin I, Cup is 20 years old. I haven't
0: seen Kevin Costner in a movie movie in a while, but he's very good in two, uh, Yellowstone.
1: The Yellowstone, yeah. Uh, Yellowstone Tin was, Cup I was bl- is probably 90. So is he more famous now
0: from Yellowstone than he was in his movies? Because No.
1: Uh, he's just been introduced to a new generation. I mean Bull Durham. You can't you can't get away from Bull okay, Durham. Okay, that's either. like an iconic movie. Well, Tin Cups an iconic movie. I don't know if it's iconic
0: as Bull Durham.
1: Tin Cup was 1996.
0: Wow. Yeah. Are we that old?
1: We are that old. Great. Yep. Wow. It is true. I remember Cheese played in that movie. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> you got the shanks, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Take your change out of your left pocket, man. Put it in your right pocket. He, he really did. He had the shanks. Bad. Um, so Kevin Costner has seven kids. I want to be one of those seven kids do you though, I mean, I would. Huskies win instant classic. Is that women's basketball? Yeah, women's final four.
1: Well, Bull Durham is 1988. God, I want to make you feel really old. It's 11. Yeah.
0: What? Well, I don't know. It depends on when it came out. It had to have been summer because this one movie came yeah, out. Yeah. Because it wouldn't probably be
1: spring break when baseball season starts. The iconic
0: biggest Christmas Day movie of all time is still E.T. Am I right? Probably 84. That uh, was 84. probably been more work.
1: than as far as money. It depends on how you look at it. Can you believe they're remaking Jaws? No, I can't believe they're remaking any. Well, I can re- believe they're remaking any because there are no original ideas in Hollywood they're anywhere. They're too old. The only
0: one still going is George Lucas with Star Wars. Yeah. But you could make you could make Star Wars go forever and oh, ever. For sure. There's and more stuff. Yeah, there's
1: storylines upon storylines. It's a galaxy far, far away. But how many times can you kill the same shark?
0: Evidently four.
1: So they're remaking the original? Or yes. they're coming up with a new movie? No, the original. Movie. Like
0: Chris, what's his name from Guardians uh, of the Galaxy? Come on. Why? I don't know. But it, it's because
1: the technology is better Evidently
0: it's Spielberg and James Cameron are or... uh. Should be and you know horrible. what you but know,
1: it got, hey, listen, if it's if that if that's who's if that's who's involved in it, it's because they want to go back and do the things that the technology wouldn't allow them to do the first time and that yeah but dude I'm kind of okay Bruce. with that. but it, but it's okay I mean like that, that sort of it's <laughs> true, but that sort of thing is is you give a pass. It's the people that go back and and redo movies like a different director says I'm going to go back and pay homage.
0: Homage to what? Come, you can't up with homage no,
1: Jaws? come up with a note. Come up with a Come with your own idea. Look, quit quit taking somebody else's you stuff. You can't you
0: can't do Jaws again because you don't have
1: you well, don't Spielberg have Robert can. Shaw. Spielberg can if he wants to. I mean, he owns it. Yeah. But I, you can't you know, do it because you don't have If it's the, have, if it's the same people redoing it because they want to I, I don't they, have as big a beef with it. I it's hope like, Richard
0: Drivers makes a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he make a cameo in one of those other ones where he was rowing a boat? I'm
1: sure. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it just so happened to be Jaws popping up out of the lake. <laughs> oh, no, that was uh Master of Disguise by Dana by Dana, what's his name? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you know Dana, the guy who used to do uh Dana Carvey. Yeah. You've never seen Master that movie? Master Disguise? You've never seen Master of Disguise? No. Yeah. Fletch. That's that... a completely different, <laughs> amazing movie. Thank you very little. Uh Chevy Chase. By the way, have you seen him? Well, he was on the Oscars oh, last right. night. He's still white haired with the glasses oh, and yeah. big fat face.
1: That wasn't Chevy Chase. That was uh your buddy. Which one? Gave your buddy your brother the the two the A oh, brother. Bill Murray. No. He did a little so, cameo. Best thing ever. Yeah.
0: So, are they ever gonna re? I wouldn't mind remaking Caddyshack. Can you can you remake that and make it okay? Because that was an all time
1: cast. It would be a yeah. You'd have to recast the whole movie because they're they're all gone.
0: Not Chevy Chase. Ty Webb will never die. No <laughs> no 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 no.
1: But he's yeah, Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, but then Rodney Dangerfield. He's been dead. Well, I know, but I mean, you'd have to recast that. So who, who would play him? Yeah, exactly.
0: Who yeah. would play Rodney Dangerfield? Who could
1: pull that off? Nobody. Bill Burr? Maybe.
0: Eh, maybe, but you would have to have an older guy. Like Who's an old guy? Hmm. Like, you would have to get, like, I don't know, because, I
1: don't know. Yeah, I don't either.
0: I mean, Jackie Mason was in part two, wasn't he?
1: I think so. Yeah, yeah. We talked about funds and dooms. Yeah,
0: (laughs) but you can't. So there's scenes obviously from Caddyshack that you can't redo. You can't redo throwing it up in the top of the car and somebody's sitting in it. Why not? Because people frown upon that now. You can't redo the turd in the pool. Why not? Because they won't let you. People think stuff like that. People are too soft to see things like that nowadays. (laughs) They, I
1: mean, they just what that was just in a movie. It a very. It was kind of like a, a throwback to that. What were we watching just recently? Something similar to it. It's not. I won't remember what it was.
0: Uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. It, but back then, man, that was that was the raunchy type type of comedy that you could watch. You can't do that now. Yeah. I mean, you witnessed that last night at the Oscars. <laughs> Obviously, people's feelings. I don't know.
1: I think I think stuff like that is is kind of coming back. They're kind of coming back with with uh, with less discretion, I if guess. that's even possible. Mm. I mean, there's some stuff out there that's just it's just gross, jackass. It's just jackass is overboard. But jackass, but, that, but you see my point though. They 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 made that jackass movie. Has so has why a couldn't they do shock value though? Right. So why couldn't they remake? I don't know. So then you're going back to you do Animal House and Blues Brothers. I mean, you cannot
0: like, do that. Well, Blues Brothers, they tried to do it. Blues Brothers 2000 with him and James Belushi.
1: Well, but that, that particular movie, Dan Aykroyd had, had written the script when they wrote the first one. He had that script in hand. It's just when, when Jim uh, Belushi, died. Belushi died, it was like, what do we do? And they pushed it through. And they made it work. It was a decent movie. Was decent. It was a decent movie. I like a
0: little kid and had the. the it was original, a good throwback. A bunch of the original guys still right. in
1: it. All the music and the same of the same. Blues the same Brothers players. is the bomb, dude. Yeah, you can't. You I will can't always. Knock
0: the opening one. scene to that one used.
1: <laughs> prophylactic. <laughs> <laughs> and they're one, just sitting it there was, like. It's one prophylactic. <laughs> is that it? One That's prophylactic it. <laughs> used. <laughs> And that was Kermit the Frog saying that, which made it even weirder. Ah, uh, is that the guy Frank who does Frank Oz? Yeah, really? Yeah. Whoa!
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! I had no idea. You just ruined my childhood. Go back and listen actually, to it. You
1: can hear Kermit the Frog. You hear Kermit the Frog saying it. Actually, kind of. That's kind of awesome. We're gonna pull it up. We'll pull it up after the show. I'll let yeah. you listen to it. It's yeah. It's Kermit the Frog. That's really cool. <laughs> that's really cool. Hey, um, man, we've been man, we actually did. We've been at it. Um, Almost an hour and a half. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: Gets easier every time.
0: It does. It does. Shows get way easier.
1: And we didn't we talk. A, 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 we didn't talk a single sport.
0: No, because that's good. Like no, we no, no, the deadest, Like we have the basketball tournament.
1: Man. Yeah, to touch
0: on sports no, real quick before we get done with this. How awesome full circle is it? North Carolina Duke go at it in the final four. Finally. Yeah. Finally, head to head. after all these years, yep. and it just so happens it could be Mike Shishovsky's last game, right? Against North Carolina, certainly it's going to be his last game against North Carolina. But how how tributing is that to him that he he had in order to go to his championship game that everybody probably wants to see. Which Duke has not been handed any wins, by the way. I've watched every game. Right. It's against North Carolina. And does Roy Williams still coach North Carolina? I haven't watched North Carolina. I have no idea. Um, Which would even be greater. The bad thing is the only thing that's missing, and I know it's – I mean, we're years away from that, would be Dean Smith. Right. Because I promise you, Michael Jordan's going to be there. James oh, Worthy's going to be there. True, true. Magic Johnson's going to be there. Everybody from any dream team that's ever played is going to be there. Right? Uh, it's like one of those, you're about to watch the best college basketball rivalry, finally get it down it's in the I- final It's an four. iconic game. It is an iconic it's game. It's
1: one they'll do movies about in the future sometime. I
0: had sure. two hopes in this tournament. A, LSU did something. They did nothing. B, I watched University of Houston. Samson's got them on a roll. Right. They're going to be good for a while. Yep. Really, the only two teams I wanted to watch. And then I looked at the bracket after I filled mine out. and I was like, there's no way sports gods are going to give us this. But I want to see Duke and North Carolina the refs, in the Final but Four. But the
1: refs can. No, they didn't
0: do it. <laughs> they didn't do it. In fact, Duke had to come back one in one game. I think they were down by 15. Yeah. And came back and won. Will you be watching it? You going to watch that game? I'll
1: probably watch that. game.
0: I will watch that.
1: game.
0: I remember the year it was Jerry Stackhouse. is how old I am. Jerry Stackhouse, Vince Carter. Oh yeah. I mean, they had a
1: team, right? Duke. Same
0: thing. They had a dominant team. They, man, when they played those two times, it was it was get down, right? And that's when I fell in love with the Duke North Carolina baseball, yeah. uh, basketball rivalry. Um, I love it's it's almost as good as the Yankees Red Sox, almost as good. Except okay. for, but no, college basketball players fight those two. They, they get down and dirty. Duke North Carolina, they get after it. I mean, that's a real sports rivalry. That's true. Like, that's um, that's
1: Ali Frazier, right? <laughs> sort of. Yeah, it's definitely the heavy hitters in college basketball, I mean, historically.
0: Sometimes you have a Michigan State. Sometimes you have a UCLA. Sometimes you have other people rise up to the top. But it's always Duke, North Carolina. Right. It's always on TV. It's always fed to you because they play hmm. good basketball. And I expect, I mean, this is this is going to be a great one. Yep. The final four, down to the marbles. Is that like Saturday? I think it is Saturday. Saturday, Saturday
1: night. Prime time, television on CBS. Tomorrow night at 8.30. A M, Washington State, NIT. They're hanging tough, man. Damn, a still in it? Still in it. Good for them, because if they win that,
0: then it proves to everybody else they That's should, right. have, been they in the should have been in the tournament. They should sure. have been in the tournament. Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, it was going to be very good at basketball. Well,
1: nation. they beat Arkansas two or three times during the season, and Arkansas lost to Duke. Right? It, was it Duke? Yeah, I don't know. They played, like I said,
0: I, I don't know. Yeah. LSU and, and Houston are out. Right. So, yeah. I was pulling for St. Peter's, but eventually, you know, once you get yeah. that deep in the tournament, them. it's going
1: to catch up to you. Gonzaga. <laughs> <laughs> So them losing was big. They were number one seed.
0: Uh, is it though? They're from a small conference. It doesn't matter. They're still it ranked
1: number one. It matter. And they've earned. I mean, they've earned that over time. Do you, just, have you, just like they've just been like number Duke one for anybody else. They've been
0: number one the last six tournaments and done nothing.
1: Have they? Uh, they're always in like the eight seed. They're always in the middle of the pack. No, they've been
0: number one for the have last they? six years. No, well,
1: that shows you how much I've been paying attention.
0: I don't pay attention much to it. Yeah. Because I fill out brackets, I'm like, "Ah, I guess. Okay, when I was a kid, these (laughs) teams were good. Uh, I don't pay attention to college basketball like I should. Right. LSU, who's uh, Shaq's kid's gone. He transferred today. Did he really? Their whole entire basketball team is gone. What happened? Will Wade got fired, and their
1: entire
0: basketball team is gone. They all transfer. They're gone.
1: See, this transfer portal... It's, it's gotta just stop, crazy. man. It's gotta stop. It's nuts.
0: I mean, I get it. You can do it because your coach got fired. The coach recruited you. I understand. Yeah, but you're destroying. You're destroying. You, sports. the entire basketball program is gone. Yeah. There's how can not a, a coach player left?
1: How can a coach, regardless of the sport or whatever, how can you build a team if you have no guarantee that the players, if the the pieces that you have put together, are going to be there when you need them? I mean, you can never. Pursue holes because every position is a hole, potential hole. Any given year, it's crazy.
0: It's wild though. To Are you, giving these kids,
1: you giving these kids way too much liberty, is my my view on the whole thing. It's like you make a commitment, you stick with your commitment, you ride it out.
0: But we don't teach them that anymore.
1: No, you can't.
0: You don't. No one teaches them that anymore.
1: The world will teach them eventually, unfortunately.
0: And it's a, it's it's going to be one hell of a hard learning lesson. That's right. Because once you get out like, oh, there. Why? Oh, whatever. <laughs> shut up. Sh- I, you can't say shut up and dribble, but I mean, <laughs> you kind of can. You kind of can. I, but you're there to, clearly, you've made a commitment and the university has made a commitment to you. Right. I get your coach got fired. So what? Suck it
1: up. Gives a damn. Suck it up. If you're that good, you'll be just your good boss with the new is coach. going
0: to get fired one day, that's and right. you're going to have a new boss. That's
1: right. It's the same thing. Yeah, I mean you've put you've put the sport ahead of the lessons that should be learned in the process, and that's dangerous on a lot of different levels. It's it disappoint. It's disappointing on a lot of levels. But did you see? Speaking of levels like this, have you seen
0: the new law that the governor of Florida signed in? Well, in order to graduate high school now, look, I, I'll read it. It's actually pretty spectacular. And bravo to him
1: because. Oh, you have to take a, some sort of financial literacy. Yes. something. Yeah, I did th- but I, th- I, I, th- think, I, think that's, I think that's great. That's great. Absolutely. I wish I had that. I wish I could go take that class now.
0: Yeah, because my parents didn't teach me nothing.
1: Not to say they didn't teach me
0: anything, but so Governor DeSantis signed into a bill require high school students in Florida to take a financial literacy class in order to in order to graduate, consisting of lessons on credit scores, managing credit card debt, types of bank accounts to open, and how to file your taxes.
1: It's beautiful. It's a win-win.
0: How the hell could you not support that?
1: That's right. Who's, who's arguing against it? Hopefully nobody. Yeah. I mean, it's a win-win. It's a win-win for the state if people learn how to file their taxes and you have fewer people that don't file their taxes. Is he the next president? <sighs> I know he's going to be in the hunt, but I hope not. What? I mean, I like him, but I, I don't... We're right back where we started, man. What do you mean? We don't need another Trump. We don't. He's not
0: not Trump.
1: He's he's Trump-lite. He just (laughs) believes that people should do whatever the hell they want to do. He's Trump-lite. And he talks like Trump and he walks like Trump. It's kind of like... Well, Florida's kicking everybody's ass. Walk like a duck, talk like a duck. You're a duck. He's a duck.
0: Well, last time I checked, being a duck wasn't so bad.
1: We need somebody in the middle, man. We got to bring this. We got to bring this thing together. We can't keep separating. We got to figure out some way to bring it all. Bring it all home. Bring it together. Well, but, who the hell's but, out there
0: to do that? Nobody. I,
1: I know. That's what we got to find them. We got to find them. I don't think we know who the next Bill Clinton is. Could Bill Clinton? did. Bill Clinton. Come on, man.
0: Clinton was good. I love Bill Clinton. I we, need really do to, like we need Bill somebody Clinton to bring everybody president. together.
1: We need we need somebody down the middle. Of, oh, come on, man.
0: Either get it together or I'll hang you all.
1: <laughs> well, Hillary's just interested in lining her own pockets. Uh, Aren't they all, though? Yeah. We need somebody that's not. DeSantis doesn't just, do that. Okay, man.
0: Just saying. He doesn't seem like that guy.
1: He's a blowhard. Blow he likes, for to, who he likes to see himself on TV. So just what like, if I... Just like Trump. Uh, whatever. All the things that people didn't like about Trump, they're not going to like about DeSantis. We're going to be right back where we started. doesn't matter how good a president he is or isn't. It's just, it's a, he's a polarizing figure. So we're we going to go somebody, from DeSantis
0: to mail-in ballots again?
1: Is that what you're saying? <laughs> They'll find a way to rig an election? Well, no. I think the Republican Party needs to find somebody, or even the Democratic Party, if they find that person that's that can bring the people together and quit polarizing everybody. Like Mondale? <laughs> Yeah, Mondale worked out great. Yeah, I we gotta keep two things. You gotta keep Trump out of it, out of the running. I mean, he can campaign or whatever. He's gonna rally a certain portion of the base, but he can't be a candidate. He can't run for president. Yes, he can. Uh, He can. He shouldn't, because he will guarantee he will guarantee Biden wins again, because somebody else will run on the Republican ticket against Trump. Take a, it'll be a it'll be a Ross Perot situation.
0: Well, I thought Ross Perot would have been a good president.
1: I thought he would have too. But he was running against George Bush. George he? Bush. Yeah. He split the vote. Yeah. And that's what Trump will do if he runs this year or this next election cycle.
0: So who in the Republican Party? Who in there, it? We don't okay. know yet. Not even the we Republican We don't know party.
1: yet. We don't know yet.
0: Who on either side
1: we don't is know any yet. worth a damn we don't know yet. to be president? Don't know yet.
0: I don't Kamala think Harris.
1: I don't. Come on, man. <laughs> that, the the, Listen, the person has not presented themselves yet. The country, I will stand by that.
0: The country is thriving to force someone to be a female to be president.
1: No doubt, they're forcing it. And if it's up to Biden, it'll be a black female.
0: I mean, what does not matter?
1: <laughs> but I mean, if, if it's black, white, or green doesn't matter, doesn't matter if it's male or female. They're, they're trying to. I'm not opposed to having a female president if it's the right person.
0: I would rather have Margaret Thatcher as president. She'd have made a damn good president. Margaret Thatcher. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She's dead. Poor lady. She only lived to be 136. She looked like a man. (laughs) She did. She did. But damn it, she got business. She handled business. She Nobody messed with her. She
1: took care of things.
0: Nobody messed with her. Nobody. I think Condoleezza Rice would be a great president.
1: I've said that for years. I think she would. I think she'd be a fabulous yeah, I president. I think she's been smart to stay out of the public eye. She could come in and and storm, storm the beaches.
0: You know what the coolest thing is about Condoleezza Rice? Is every second weekend in April, she puts on her green jacket. She walks out behind the the bunker, sits at that little white table with an umbrella on it and watches the Masters
1: because she is an actual member of Augusta she's National. Not, she's on, she was the first female member, if, I, yes. if I'm not mistaken. So
0: if you are the first female member of Augusta National, you got some pool, buddy.
1: Yep. you Because know nobody you know, just lets you, you know, walk you know, up in there. You know a few people.
0: Well, you know some people that you got some dirt on some people, too. <laughs> I mean...
1: Well, and she's she's, good. she'll make a great. Pleasure. And she's modest about it. She's not. That's that's what I like about her. Super smart. Probably has the knows about everybody's skeletons in their closet and knows how to play it without putting it out on the public air. Right. She knows how to handle the business. Sure. I love how, her. She knows how to play the game. I love
0: her just like I thought Colin Powell should have been president. Right.
1: I don't disagree with that. Would have been great. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of great candidates who, which for some reason, just let you know that the people really don't control things. Around well,
1: here. they're de- they're decent people, and they don't want to be run through the ringer that it takes to become president or any political office for that matter, so any elected funny. office, even on a on a local scale. the The scrutiny that you go through. People are always digging, trying to dig something, and they may take a, a partial truth or a completely non-truth and throw it out there. And you've got to defend yourself against it. And it's ridiculous. Quit hating. It's just dumb. Quit well, they, hating. Stop. That's what they do.
0: They hate on each other. It's Don't not even. Don't be hating. So it's it's now become it's not even how well you can do the job. Right. It's what you did in the second grade.
1: Right. Well, What's how? the hell is well, wrong with you? Can you survive the gauntlet of? Bologna. Did you smoke pot in college? Right, right.
0: Well, I kind of put it up to m- No, bro. I smoked the whole pound. I
1: did not inhale.
0: Whatever. I was a pothead. I was a... <laughs> hey, look. I'm own here. I it. it. Doesn't matter. I mean, who was the guy in the wheelchair we talked about last week? That dude probably did all kinds of shit. <laughs> I mean...
1: Roosevelt? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, don't... Tell me Teddy and him
1: didn't do nothing illegal way back in the day. He probably s- smoked peyote with the Indians.
0: Hey, man, looked like he ate mushrooms. <laughs> if you can't tell me presidents haven't done these types of things, you're crazy. They all do
1: it. Right. They've all done it. Yep. They've all gone to college. The problem is we've got too much information. There's so, too much information, too much access to good and bad information.
0: So what are and we can talk about this next week. Yeah. Uh we'll leave a little we'll leave a little, little meat on the bone. A little
1: little teaser for next week.
0: Um what are the qualifications to be the president of the United States?
1: You have to be 35. I know that. Cuz Robert be, uh, Kennedy,
0: the, John F Kennedy was the youngest president ever, correct? If I'm not mistaken it like 36 years old.
1: Yes, I believe so. You have to, uh, the Constitution lists only three qualifications for the presidency. The, president's, the president must be at least 35 years of age, be a natural born citizen, and must have lived in the United States for at least 14 years. That's it? That's it. So you don't have to go to college, you don't have to do anything else? No. That's it? That's
0: it. So where the hell did we come up with all these rules?
1: Yeah, it's who you know, man. It's who, they, it's who they allow to get through the gauntlet. It's, so, how the
0: hell did Trump get through there?
1: He just busted through. I mean, I didn't mind it. He was established before he even got I to remember, the entrance of the gauntlet. So, right?
0: here, here's weird to me, and we can get onto this next week, too. Oprah Winfrey actually wanted Donald Trump to run in the 80s. Now, suddenly, she hates his guts.
1: Well, he was a much different person in the eighties and they had a much different relationship in the eighties. And I don't know that she's I mean, so much she was still fat. I don't know that she so much wanted him to be president as he came out and said that he was going to be president. He told her that he was going to be president. I don't know that she so much promoted that as he just, he had the vision even back then. Mm.
0: So what do we got the rest of the week? What what we got? Uh, April 2nd,
1: final four yeah, first, first weekend in April
0: first uh wait um, a minute hold on when does baseball start
1: the seventh so we're looking like we're right there we're we're in we'll get another show in next the next show will be right before opening day
0: man i hope i hope i'm not so freaking busy this whole festival thing's kicking
1: my behind it's like Uh, you're what 10 days out 11 days out oh yeah We're there. April 7th. It's go time,
0: baby. 10 days, 19 hours, 43 minutes, and 17 (laughs) seconds to the dot. Get your tickets. Get your tickets now. BTR dot Throwdown.com. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll give you an accurate ticket count. Outhouse Tickets. If you ever throw a festival or you ever do anything really cool, um, Outhouse Tickets is the place to be. That's the place to get all your cool tickets. Oh Whoa got a little nice run on some VIP tickets, but wicka wicka
1: Get them now they're going fast. Yeah, cuz I'm almost out I got like
0: 20 left. That's it Dude, that's crazy the like two days ago I had And these people are buying them from crazy places, Michigan Arizona Of course, Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Florida. Wow. Good Lord, Las Vegas.
1: Come join the party. They are coming from all over. Everywhere. Come on. To Hitchcock, Texas. I mean. Good old days fairgrounds. How
0: crazy is this?
1: This is wild. This is really cool
0: stuff. So last year when we did this, of course, I've sold over 600, about 600 tickets just from the state of Louisiana alone. Wow. They're coming in hot. Yep. But it makes the atmosphere so cool with the the Cajuns. Right. Like they just laid back. They don't care. They're just there to get. They just want to drink your beer <laughs> They listen to their music, pay for your beer, have a good time, and just go eat, home. Eat some
1: crawfish and head to the house.
0: Oh, you talk about the best crawfish that you'll ever eat in your life. It will be at that festival. 40, 42 cook-off teams taking over. seven. I think it's 68. 70 spots total. Like that whole park doesn't even look the same. Wow. We've literally had to transform it. Yep. Into something that'll hold it. Um, hopefully next year we'll go after
1: that world record.
0: Nice. Um, it'd be awesome to be in the Guinness Book of World Records twice. <laughs> That'd be kind
1: of cool. Beat your own
0: record? I mean, that would be awesome too. Yeah. That'd be neat because it, depending on my golf in May if I'm good enough in golf I'm going to flat out ask him there dude I just needed to play five songs <laughs> just five I pay you a dollar a song <laughs> I'll order the 150 on average just the production for a show like that it's $157,000 just for the stage license out Jeez.
1: you don't have the space for so, that man
0: somewhere around here does damn it and I will find it <laughs> There's fifteen hundred acres sitting over there on two double O four. Don't think I won't go tap into a water line, buddy. <laughs> don't think I won't do it because don't think I won't go ask the city. I'll go ask Joe Wilburn. I'll go ask anybody. If I got fifteen hundred acres to work with in beautiful weather like this, how you doing? We're gonna be Austin City Limits. Have you ever been to
1: that? I have not. I've been to I've been to Voodoo Fest. I've been to Jazz Fest. Been to those? Yeah. But I, I haven't been to Austin City never been to Austin, City, been Limits. To Austin City Limits.
0: Yeah, maybe I'll have to go. Maybe we'll have to go in October. Let's go. I need to, like, a drive around Texas and listen to good music. I need a good road buddy.
1: We need to do that. We need to make we that do. happen. We take this show on the road, man. I've got portable equipment. Let's go. Let's we got it. the personalities to do it. Absolutely. And we have to keep our clothes on. We get to do oh, that. For sure, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a whole lot of... I'm white right now, <laughs> and I get ashy
1: Ugh.
0: on top of the hairy... <laughs> It's not good. No, that's, called, that's
1: called dandruff, isn't no it? No, <laughs> is it dandruff? Or is it... Damn, tiny! You got back dandruff, bro. How you get cradle cap on your back?
0: <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Hey guys, it's been an awesome week. We're gonna go get ready for the BTR Cajun Throwdown happening April 8th to 9th. Hitchcock, Good Old Days. We got Gary Allen, we got Aaron Watson, Wayne Tube, Scooter Brown, and a whole lot more. 25,000 pounds of all-you-can-eat crawfish. Great music, great fun. Orbit will be there for the kids from 2.30 to 3.30, April the 9th. So you guys come on out, have a great time, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.
1: Uh, Till then, man, see you later. Check us out on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, 2dudesinabunker at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about the show. We will see you next week. Yep, later. see you, man. for just one In the hole. If you're headed down a one way street and you're not sure it's the way.